I'm Alex Melia, and this is Our Voices Through Lockdown. A stage for real people to tell the real stories we never get to hear. In this series, we hear personal stories as we emerge from the pandemic. If you've been touched by any of these stories, please share them with a friend so they can enjoy them as well. Let's get into today's episode. I definitely remember the panic, the worry and the helplessness about it as well. This is May, a senior nursing officer at University Hospital Coventry. On the 8th of December 2020, she became the first person in the world to ever administer a COVID-19 vaccine to a patient outside of clinical trials. This is May's story of how she became such a big part of a pinnacle moment in recent history. She was born in the 1980s in the Philippines and her mother worked abroad to earn money for the family. So it was just her, her two older brothers and her father who adored her. I was apparently the favourite. If someone kind of messed with me, like made me cry or pissed me off and things like that, they'll get the telling off. May can't remember much about her father as he was murdered when she was just five years old. I literally saw him bloodied on the floor, surrounded by a lot of people with my siblings. The grim of seeing your dad dying, you know, filled with bullet wounds and slashes, and it wasn't a nice experience. They called an ambulance, but her father died on the way to the hospital. To this day, May doesn't know why he was targeted, but it occurred on New Year's Eve, so she suspects it may have been an attack fueled by alcohol. Well, we were basically orphaned from when I was five years old, and then we were passed on from relatives to relatives to look after us. It was definitely life-changing. And that uncertainty for a five-year-old, I think is kind of, I can only imagine what I felt, but I definitely remember the panic. Separated from her mother, and having had her father cruelly taken away from her, May remembers this time in her life as being very dark. You go through it and then you get over it, you learn, you learn how to survive, you learn to adapt, and it drives you to achieve, to provide a better life for my kids. When May first moved to the UK in 2003, she had young kids to look after, as well as a full-time job in nursing for the NHS. Day in, day out, I'll be working nine night shifts in a row, but I'll have an eight-month-old baby that I have to, to look after. I'll be having two hours sleep within 24 hours, but you carry on. And looking back now, I just think, how did I do that? To make sure she was there for her kids during the day, she ended up working these night shifts for 13 years straight. Running on coffee, basically. When the pandemic hit, May experienced a wave of dread not dissimilar to what she had felt as a five-year-old girl. That is the kind of overwhelming feeling of lack of control, of not knowing what to do, not having information, those kind of things, I think they were nearly the same. To deal with the rise of cases, it was all hands on deck for May and her colleagues. We had to quickly kind of get everyone to be planned to go into redeployment. So ITU, intensive care unit, were being expanded. We're looking at the skills of our staff and what they can do, if they can be redeployed to ITU to help out. And because I've got ITU skills, I've kind of nominated myself to my manager and said, you know, I, I don't mind going, so I did. It's clear that May doesn't let uncertainty stop her from helping others, but she couldn't ignore the risk that it could pose to her and her family. There's no kind of escape from it. Your skin, your hair, your clothes, the air you breathe will have it. So 
the fear of kind of taking that home to my kids and my husband is something that I was obviously petrified about. And we were given options in terms of living remotely from home to offer us that that little bit of assurance that we're not going to be taking it home to our family. And then I kind of thought about it and I went, no, I don't want to be away from my family. I don't also want to lose, you know, that time with my family and not knowing if I'm going to contract the virus, if I'm going to die with it. You know, I didn't want those times to be taken away from me. So instead, she established a rigorous disinfection routine that she could undertake after every shift in the COVID wards. But this had its own drawbacks. I was telling my kids to, especially my young boy, don't come near me because I wasn't finished cleaning myself or I wasn't sure whether I was clean enough, you know. And uh, that was heartbreaking to see because he was like, why don't you want me to hug you, you know? Luckily, none of May's family members or May herself contracted the virus. So I guess we were doing the right thing in terms of disinfection and PPE and things like that. So I think I'm quite fortunate. So why was May chosen to be the nurse to administer the first ever COVID jab? Well, she has a proven track record with vaccines. And for the last three years running, May administered the most peer vaccines for the flu jab. So in our trust, we endeavour to give all of our staff, the flu vaccine. In October, I did 140 vaccination in one day on my own. In other words, she was the perfect nurse for the job. I'm really passionate about making sure that people that are looking after those vulnerable people are safe. Therefore, they're giving the safe care that they deserve as well. So obviously that was recognised. And when kind of the trust was chosen amongst the 50 trusts that were going to deliver the COVID vaccine outside of clinical trials. They asked who who would be the best person to give it. And our occupational health kind of knew how passionate I was about the flu vaccine programme, so they've nominated me to do it. The week before the rollout was due to start, May agreed, not truly knowing the full extent of what she was saying yes to. Yeah, okay, that's fine, I'll do it. Because I knew that if someone asked me for help, if I could help you, I will do it. So so I said, yeah. And then they said, oh, there might be um, some cameras. I'm like, okay. The nurse delivering the jab, you can see there, is Matron May Parsons. And that has just happened within the last few minutes. These pictures that we're bringing to you have just come into us here this morning. Margaret, of course, she's known as Maggie. Mm happy to share this moment with the rest of the world. It's quite a special moment, actually, isn't it? And the rest is history. On the 8th of December 2020, May Parsons administered the first vaccine to 91-year-old Margaret Keenan, whilst cameras flashed and the world watched. Including Margaret, 100 patients were vaccinated at University Coventry Hospital on that first day, and May continued vaccinating in the days following. However, as is the case with the internet, trolls started spreading rumours. They were saying that I was an actress, I was hired to pose as, as a nurse. Also, I think there was a lot of, oh, you should be wearing gloves. But actually, if you're in the healthcare profession, you would know that good hand hygiene is actually the best protection that you could give to your patient. The comments got worse. I was the bringer of death. I had a lot of names. But May didn't let them get to her. And I think knowing that I've done my best and I'm, you know, following protocol and 
following policy. I think that gives me that peace of mind that I haven't done anything wrong. But obviously, again, that was something that anti-vaxxers, they've kind of used that to spread more misinformation about the vaccine. But it's something that's outside of my control. And I think I've accepted the fact that I can only control what I do, how I feel and how I react to people. And therefore, I will have to learn to let go of those feelings that, you know, get thrown at me. Because at the end of the day, if your conviction is that you're doing the right thing and you're doing it for the right reasons, I'm happy with that. Listening to May, it's clear that she's driven by both her passion and her bravery. Her passion for helping others is evident in the way she speaks about her commitment to vaccination. Her bravery comes through when she talks about how she was able to overcome the loss of her father and how she was able to balance the difficulties of managing both her professional and personal life during the pandemic. As the first nurse to ever deliver the COVID-19 vaccination, May has become part of national history. The footage of her delivering the vaccine will be one of the defining images of 2021. And yet, learning more about who the person behind the image is proves to be even more fascinating. If you want to keep in touch with the show and be the first to find out what's coming up next, go to our website, www.ourvoicespodcast.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook. The links are in the show notes. And if you haven't already, give us a quick follow in your favourite podcast app. See you for another incredible story next week.